0: When the Pacific looks back on the year 2022, the Tongan volcano eruption and COVID-19 will stand out. But there was a lot more going on across the blue continent, including climate discussions and political uncertainty. RNZ Pacific's Christina Peserco takes a look in the rearview mirror.
1: After intermittent eruptions at the end of 2021, the Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai volcano became a one in 1,000 years disaster on January 15, 2022. A medical team leader on the ground said locals thought it was World War III. Three people were killed, entire villages had been wiped out by tsunami waters, and communications were down, heightening concerns for loved ones.
0: Local media reports a convoy of police and troops rushed the king to a villa at Mataki Ewa as residents headed for higher ground. Earlier, a series of explosions were heard as the undersea volcano, Hunga Tonga Hunga Ha'apai, erupted, throwing clouds of ash into the sky. The explosions were heard on La Kemba, Matuku, and in Fiji's capital Suva around 6 pm, as well as the palace grounds, the waterfront, and main street were flooded in Nuku'alofa. This man is running as his house floods. Our house is actually right on the beach, so I believe we've probably got about two metres of elevation, so I would think that a a one-and-a-half metre tsunami would have gone through the house. We're just hoping that our family looking after the place is safe, and we can't wait to hear from them. The eruption has been really quite unusually large and very violent, so um, we don't often see eruptions of of this size, so these probably occur every few decades.
1: It has been almost a year since the eruption, and a commemoration is planned for January 2023. In 2022, the world started opening up again after two years of separation. The World Health Organization reported a total of 103.7 million confirmed cases of COVID-19 across the Western Pacific to December 19th. Border reopening across the region was gradual. Tokelau was the last Pacific nation to be COVID-free. But on December 20th, it was announced that five cases were picked up through rat screening and quarantine. Fiji, Vanuatu and Papua New Guinea all voted this year. PNG's election in July was marred by what has been called the most violent election in the nation's 47 years of independence. At the end of it, James Marape took his seat as Prime Minister. A surprised controversial election was triggered in Vanuatu after the dissolution of the country's parliament on August 19th. In October, official results revealed a fractured parliament, with seven being the highest number of MPs won by a single party. In November, Ishmael Kasakal was elected unopposed as the 13th Prime Minister of Vanuatu. It took Fiji a long time to decide on an election date. When they did, there were high hopes for a smooth election, but it had its moments. The reigning Fiji First failed to get an outright majority, and the Social Democratic Liberal Party, or Sidalpa, became kingmakers. They chose to join up with the National Federation Party and the People's Alliance for a three-party coalition. Communication will be sent to His uh, Excellency the President confirming that the new People's Alliance, National Federation Party and Sadawpa government is ready to lead under the new Prime Minister, Mr Sikimeni (laughs) Rakubu. But that was not the end of it. Reports swirled about flaws in the Sidelpa in-house voting, claims of violence, and a refusal to concede from incumbent Frank Bainimarama. With Christmas fast approaching, Sidelpa was allowing both sides to resubmit their coalition proposals on December 23rd. At COP27, the Pacific took its plea for survival to the world.
0: The record rates of increased coastal erosion, ocean acidification, the loss of coral reefs coupled with ever-present rising sea levels, three times higher than the global average. Our ability to respond to the increasing multiplicity of disasters and the increasing severity and intensity of extreme weather patterns is now
1: undermined. You know, what happens when, when people are forced to relocate, when entire cultures are moved?
0: As sea level rise, our population will be displaced from their homes. However, climate change... Climate refugees is not covered under the categories of the Refugee Convention. Drowning islands and flooded nations requires a reassession of our basic human rights. The major solutions that we talk about remain distant, as we are at the mercy of multilateral implement- implementing agencies who continue to determine how we adapt, so disheartening. Nevertheless, we remain hopeful that our collective efforts and partnership will address these concerns.
1: The region fought and begged for a fund to be set up for loss and damage mitigation in the region, and they succeeded despite the fund not being on the agenda at the start of COP27. It is due for launch by 2024. But it was not all sunshine. World leaders failed to agree on language to phase down all fossil fuels instead of only coal. Several Pacific representatives expressed disappointment in the summit. Progress was made, but more is likely needed out of COP28 next year. Around 20 people were confirmed dead and more than 120 others were injured in October after fighting on Kiriwina Island in PNG. There were multiple layers of issues and tensions involved. PNG police met with the communities involved in a bid to negotiate peace and order on the island. And it's been a bit of a game of of tug-of-war in terms of aid and presence in the Blue Continent. The US and China have been offering support ranging from funding of infrastructure to police training. 2023 will be an interesting watch.